Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some a slash a butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too if you're feeling extra spicy today. And let's crack straight on with today's first story. Now today's first story comes from a throwaway account who asks, am I the asshole for telling my son the truth about why my wife stopped talking to her parents? Her parents always look down on me, and I can somewhat understand why given my past and how me and my wife met. At 23, I was a homeless man. My wife was the first person who was nice to me, almost got kicked out of the small restaurant when I was trying to avoid the rain. She was there and pretended that we were meeting so they'd let me stay. Got a free meal and we talked for a long time. She really helped turn my life around, stuff like helping me fill out a job application. From there, we became good friends. Two years after that, after getting my shit together first, thanks to her, I asked her out on a date. Her family never approved of our relationship because they thought I was trash due to how my life was when we met. Which again, I get it. But after four years of us being in a relationship, me having the same steady full-time job to help with the bills for years, they didn't even come to the wedding. Then when my son was born a year after, they still wanted nothing to do with us. So we haven't had contact in years since my son was a baby. Now he's 16 and they contacted us out of the blue. They still don't care to talk to either me or my wife, but they were willing to put their feelings aside to get to know him. We never went into details with him about why we don't talk to them and he's never asked much before. We left the choice to him if he'd like to meet them and he agreed to it. He'd gone over to spend time on several occasions the past three months. Finally, the other day, he asks us why we didn't keep contact with them. To him, they seem like nice people, so he doesn't get what the conflict was. They told him we stopped talking over a conflict we had, but left out they were the ones who didn't want to see us. So we told him the truth. My son already knows about my past. That's something I never wanted to hide from him. We told him they never approved our relationship because I used to be homeless and they never wanted to be a part of our lives since then. He got mad at them. Now they're mad at us. My son doesn't want to talk to them and they sent us screenshots of some things he told them. No insults or inappropriate language, but just what he thought of them. And they think we're assholes because they were finally building a relationship with him and we ruined it. For now, my son says he doesn't want to be involved with people like that. We've talked to him several times. He still hasn't changed his mind. It was my choice to tell him why and my wife supported that. Now with how things have turned, I wonder if I was the arsehole like they seem to think I am. Absolutely not the arsehole. They're only mad because this reflected poorly on them. The truth came out and it reflected badly on them because they looked down on you because you was homeless. Sod these people, man. All you did is tell the truth and these people ain't got no empathy, no compassion towards you when you were struggling. And these are people that are meeting your son. So yeah, give them the choice and 
Obviously, Sun made that choice. He said he doesn't want to be with these people for that reason. And there were some questions from the comments about OP's life, which OP responded to. So Buck Jr. asked, there's a lot of this story missing. You just happened to be homeless and without a dime in a restaurant. You didn't know how to fill in a job application. You've got no schooling or prospects for a real career. What are you withholding here? OP replied saying, yes, I said I was in the restaurant to get out of the rain. My wife was there and invited me to stay so they wouldn't kick me out. Do you mean, did I have no schooling or prospects at the time over 20 years ago? No, none of that. No aspiration to do anything better or any hope to get out of the way my life was. Did I have proper schooling? No, that's why she helped me with filling out applications until finding an okay job and moving up from there. What else would you like to know? Roberto asks, Info, what was your life like before you became homeless? What happened? No family. Your story read like you dropped in the middle of nowhere and ended up in a restaurant. I think this is what happened to Thor. He dropped in the desert and the movie goes from there. OP replies saying, Nothing crazy like that. It would be pretty cool to be Thor though. My mum was an abusive addict. I ran away when I was 14. Lived with my best friend and his mum for a while until she passed away a couple of years later. His stepdad didn't want me there anymore, so I took off again. Lived on the streets and honestly just had no idea where to go from there. As long as I was doing something to have at least one meal for the day, then I was good. Mr. Rose replies that saying, I'm sorry for what you went through. I'm glad you met such an amazing person who helped you turn things around. You're not the asshole in this. Your in-laws have some damn audacity if they expect you to lie to cover their asses after treating you so poorly. And your son is totally justified in being angry with them. Dapper replies to that one saying, you were a victim of abuse and a child facing insurmountable circumstances. You did what you had to do to survive. Given a different home life, you would have received the nurturing needed to have a good life. And for your wife's parents to see you as a loser, as if you deserve to be poor and homeless, speaks to a sickening mindset that is prevalent in a lot of societies, especially those that are unbashedly capitalistic and meritocratic. They have no compassion, nor do they understand that a civil society takes care of those who can't help themselves. Your in-laws deserve zero sympathy and your son saw them for who they really are. Totally not the arsehole. Kearns3360 says not the arsehole. Did the grandparents actually expect you to lie about the reason for the estrangement? Honestly, I would consider OP and wife to be at fault if they didn't tell the son the truth edited to remove abbreviation. OP replies saying, they thought we would just have gone into detail about what the conflict was. One temp Reddit 2 says, and quotes, and we ruined it, and then says, you didn't ruin anything. If simply saying what happened ruins their relationship, the saying part isn't the problem, not the asshole. To which Catherine says, I think I've seen it said on the sub. If something can be ruined by the truth, then it wasn't real in the first place, but I might be misremembering. Greek American Dom says not the arsehole, you shared the truth. If that reflects poorly on them, that's because they are arseholes. What a great story, by the way. So great that you're able to get on your feet, find love, and have a family. And one more from Fool Me Once, Shame On You, who says not the arsehole, you weren't spiteful or cruel, you didn't lie or even exaggerate. Heck, you didn't even go out your way to stand in the way of their having a relationship with your son, despite everything your in-laws had done to hurt you. The truth is this simple. If your in-laws had been more genuinely compassionate people at any time in all these years, then your own son, who you've clearly raised to be a thoughtful young man, would have had more compassion towards them as well. They are living with the consequences of their own actions, as difficult as that may be for them to face, and you are not the arsehole. Now, what do you guys make of our first story? I think OP 
and wife was incredibly generous to let them back in their lives in any way, shape or form in the first place. But what do you guys make? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Werg Lazo, who says, Am I the asshole for telling my son's new boyfriend that he's not part of the family because they are not married yet? I, female 61, have five sons and I've always wanted the best for them, to go to college, get married, have children and be successful and nice human beings. I think I did the right thing raising all of them. Between my children, two of them are part of the LGBT community. One is gay and the other is bisexual. My older son, male 41, had some trouble settling down, but he was in a relationship with this wonderful guy. His ex was honest, family-orientated, and very successful as a lawyer, and they were planning to get married. Unfortunately, they broke up almost three years ago. My son recently started dating a guy I don't even know. He's 13 years younger than my son. As far as I know, he has a job, but he's too young for my son. It's not that I don't like the guy, it's that I feel that he and my son are not compatible. My son is well-educated, he's successful, and I don't want this guy to take advantage of him. Meanwhile, this guy has a normal job, is ridiculous and impolite. This boy has no class. He's ridiculous and inappropriate. I don't like the youthful way in which he dresses, the mannerisms of him. I consider it rude. I know that many mothers can relate to my situation. It's obvious that he's not compatible with my son. My son brought his boyfriend to Thanksgiving because I invited them. After dinner, my son's boyfriend asked me if I wanted help. I told him that I didn't need any help, but he did it anyway. My daughter-in-law is pregnant. She and I were talking about when she receives the baby and how there will be a new member in the family. To which she replied, we actually have two new members of the family, referring to my son's boyfriend. So I told her that we really only have a new member because my son's boyfriend is not part of the family yet. What I was referring to is that in reality, this boy is not part of the family because he is not married to my son yet. My son called me complaining about having spoken to his boyfriend like that, called me classist and asked me to apologize. I was just being logical. They are not married. He will be part of the family if he gets to marry my son. Am I the asshole for being logical? Now we're going to start straight away with Necromandy on this one saying, you are the asshole. You are classist. You seem snooty and controlling. Just be happy your son is happy. ETA also, you say this person is impolite, yet he offered to help you clean up after dinner and did. Sounds like you just don't like him because he's not the wonderful, well-dressed lawyer who was actually incompatible with your son. If they were compatible, they wouldn't have broken up. You seem like you're all about appearances and status, which is very disappointing. Reddit user 123234 replies that saying and quoting, you, you're the asshole, you are classist, and then says, did you notice how she said? My son is well-educated, he's successful, and I don't want this guy taking advantage of him. Meanwhile, this guy has a normal job. Why is she worried that this new guy is taking advantage of her son? In my experience, when one partner is significantly wealthier and older than the other person in the relationship, it's the wealthier, older partner who has the power, and is the one who is most likely taking advantage of the other one. Twenty-sided humorist says you're the asshole. You claim what you said is logical, but it isn't. Your whole post reveals that you have many prejudices against your son's boyfriend and seemingly wish he married his ex. It also feels like there's a lot that you're very intentionally leaving out of the situation because you know it would paint you in a bad light. Your son also seems to be right on the money about you being classist, just based on what you've said here. 
Another redditor says you're the asshole and quotes it's obvious that he's not compatible with my son, then goes on to say, pretty sure that's not your call and your son seems to disagree. Lady Baelish says, you're the asshole. So badly, you are the asshole here. It is not up to you to decide who makes your son happy based off age, personal attire and career. I would have been livid if my mother said that about my boyfriend. You don't have to accept them as your family, but don't be rude on a holiday. Ew. You are lucky your son even talks to you anymore. Change your ways. You're an asshole. And one more comment from Homer0413 who says, it's interesting that when you say you want the best for your children and list what that means, it's all the things that are observable. You don't mention happiness. You don't mention a sense of meaning. You don't mention loving and being loved. But those things are at least as, and in many of your judgment, more important. When you described why your son's boyfriend isn't compatible, you again mentioned observables, but that's not what makes them compatible or not. Whether or not you meant something other than to assert that man isn't good enough for your family in the moment. That's a message you're sending very clearly, and that's the message that makes you the arsehole. I suggest you defer to your son when deciding when his partners become family, and I suggest you emulate your daughter-in-law's welcoming spirit. Not just because it would improve your kids' lives, it would likely improve your own connections and thus your own life. Now, what do you guys make of our second story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Story. And our next story is from Stalker Am I the Asshole? Am I the asshole for reporting a stalker? No, let's move on. I'm only kidding. I joined a tabletop club at my university recently. I played a few D&D games and everything was fun and great. There was a guy, Chris, in the club as well, and he mainly played Warhammer, but we played together a few times. Our school has an academic policy for clubs. He was failing one of his classes, so he didn't show up for a while. When he came back, he asked what I was doing over winter break and I told him I was staying on campus. We don't have a spring break except for five days, so the winter one started on the 10th and I've been seeing Chris everywhere. I've seen him at my dorm, my work, in common areas, in downtown, etc. He always acts really friendly and wants to hang out. I don't know him well, so I've been saying no. Yesterday, I was at a friend's apartment off campus and he showed up in the parking lot when I left. It freaked me out, especially when he couldn't explain why he was there. So this morning, I reported everything to the school. Today, his mum came to campus and was waiting at my dorm. She told me Chris has Asperger's and he didn't know any better and he was going to be expelled if I didn't fix it. I'm not from a progressive area. I don't know much about disabilities. You have to drive two hours away to get therapy and medicine for depression in my area because none of the local doctors treated it to paint a picture. 
so I don't know if not recanting is an arsehole thing to do. I felt unsafe, but I don't really know what would be the right course. Adding that my friend lives in a house that they broke into four apartments. My friend was the only neighbor home and Chris wouldn't have been in the parking lot unless he knew someone who lived there or he lived there. And there's like a, a mini additional edit which we'll cover after the comments. Now to me in this one, we always usually go down a path of, you know, like mental illness or, or whatever the excuse is, is not an excuse to act like an asshole. And, and I'm not saying that person had, you know, negative intentions or anything like that, but they are making OP feel uncomfortable especially with that little add on there it said at the end where you know he was somewhere where there was no way he would have been there unless he knew someone who lived there or he lived there himself so he was definitely following this person around stalking this person making him feel uncomfortable and it needs to be reported because otherwise what is it you're just enabling the behavior just like the mother is doing in this situation She's just saying, oh, Chris has Asperger's, so, you know, that's totally fine. He can do what he wants kind of thing, which is not the case. And in some ways, it's lucky it's gone down this, this route for him because in the future, the police will be involved in this sort of thing. And what's the mum going to say to the police? Oh, he just has Asperger's. He didn't know any better. And I'm not sure if that will wash with the police. It may do, I don't know. But if you're feeling unsafe, that is 100% the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do anyway. You don't want someone following you around regardless. Suitable Cod says, wait, wait, wait. He was stalking you, so you reported it. Then his mum showed up where you live and instead of trying to talk you out of it, she does not see that she is doing the same thing. Fuck both of these people. His neurodivergence is not an excuse for making you feel unsafe. You're right to stand up for yourself. Not the asshole. The dude and his mum are both the assholes, and she's an enabler. OP replies saying, I know very little about mental health and disabilities. I left my area in part because I couldn't get treatment for my own issues. So I really wasn't sure whether I was wrong. Thank you for explaining. Sufficient Garbage says, don't recant, report the mother. If she had a problem, she should have gone through the school, not to you directly. The fact that she knows where your dorm is is hella out of line. She's not faculty nor staff and should not be approaching students on campus at their dorms. Not the arsehole. Opie replies him, my school has three dorms, one male, one female, one mixed. I think she just waited outside the female one, but she may have found out from Chris. RJB4000 says in quotes, today his mum came to campus and was waiting at my dorm. She told me Chris has Asperger's and he didn't know any better and he was going to be expelled if I didn't fix it. Then goes on to say, no, he'll be expelled if he doesn't fix it. The consequences of his actions are not your responsibility to bear, not the arsehole. Tataz says, not the arsehole, he may have a disability, but he is good enough to live by himself, study, and do all the other stuff. He should know stalking is not okay at this point. Also considering unis usually don't care, I wouldn't be surprised if it was not the only issue. I'm not convinced they would expel a Monsdale person for stalking without a major investigation, because chances are it was indeed just a coincidence or whatever. And Shy Grave comes in with a little story of their own, who says, I had this friend with Asperger's. He was a fantastic friend, if a bit weird. He liked to touch and hug and get real close, but I didn't. I had to repeatedly tell him not to touch me. He'd stop for a little while, then go back to it. Eventually, I started calling him out on it. I've had some trauma in the past, and I am only comfortable with a couple of people outside my family touching me. Even then, sometimes I just can't be touched at all. He seemed to think that he should have been the one of those few people and didn't seem to understand that the more he tried, the more he pushed, the less I wanted to be near him. 
It doesn't help that despite me telling him repeatedly that I have no romantic interest in him, he wanted me to date him. The two times I had a boyfriend while I was his friend, he got weirdly possessive and kept trying to touch me. Mostly just things like holding my legs when we watched TV, even though boyfriend was cuddling with my upper half. It made things weird. It wasn't till boyfriend two that I had to really be the bad guy though. He started trying to insert himself into my hangouts with my close friend. He'd walk by and when he saw me with friends, he'd come back and try and join us. Looked like a kick puppy when I said no. He would case my apartment to find out if I was home, then come back to try and hang out. My boyfriend once caught him looking in my bedroom window while I was sleeping, in my underwear. When he saw my boyfriend glaring at him, he tried to play it off like he was just trying to get my attention. When I told him I needed space, he tried to tell me that because of the Asperger's, he didn't realize he was making me uncomfortable or why. Then he tried telling me that I was only refusing friendship because my boyfriend doesn't like him. He wanted us all to sit down so he could apologize and explain. I told him I needed space. He said okay, but would try to text me every day. When he tried cornering me at work, I told him to leave me alone. And the one time I saw his mum after that, she overheard me telling a co-worker about what he did. I don't think she knew why I stopped talking to him, only that I did. I don't think she liked what she heard. They moved very shortly after. He hasn't spoken to me since, though he does occasionally still stalk my Facebook, liking my posts. My point is, throughout all this, whenever I called him out, he'd use Asperger's as an excuse, but never change. Like he thought it was a get out of jail free card. I feel like for the most part, he knew what he was doing was wrong, but did it anyway. Don't recant. If he doesn't face consequences, he won't change. I'm sorry this story is long, by the way. And before we move on, here's the mini edit. I just went to report what happened with Chris's mum and one of the club presidents and leaders was there and he asked me if I was okay. I said I was having some issues with someone and he immediately asked if it was Chris. We talked after I reported the mum and he said that Chris does not have Asperger's or any disabilities or anything. He just says he does to justify being an asshole. His words. He was failing his class because he was following around another girl while she worked during his class period. Thanks for all the judgments. They were very helpful and informative and I hopefully won't have to worry anymore. Oh dear, that's even more worrying in some ways. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Now our next story comes from Beviant13 who says, am I the asshole for refusing to speak to my mother since Thanksgiving? So I, 23 female, haven't spoken to my mum, 45 female since Thanksgiving because of her new husband, 37 male. Both me and my mother have a migraine condition that literally puts us out of commission until it's gone. I'm talking not even being able to drink water because I throw up. Moving to a different position in bed is sometimes too much for me. On Thanksgiving, I was at work and had to leave early because I got a migraine and was barely able to drive myself home. I texted my mum less than a no, I probably wasn't going to make it because I had a migraine. Normally they last all day. At 11am she said, lay down for a couple of hours and see how you feel. I went home, went to sleep and woke up to messages from my husband screaming at me. At 2pm, I got a couple of texts from him saying, if I didn't come today for dinner, I wouldn't be welcome in their house anymore and that my mum was a mess around the holidays and I know why. I got a voicemail after multiple missed calls telling me to pick up my phone. Fuck my headache and get my ass down there because I owe her at least that. At 5pm, I got these texts. Fine, have it your way. Starting next month, you will need your own insurance. You'll be taken off the policy. 12, 24, regarding me being on my mum's car insurance. I understand why the holidays are tough for my mum, especially because my grandma passed away last year. 
I just moved into my own apartment in July, so since then, I've seen her three or four times, including her birthday, which I hosted. My issue is I wasn't invited to Thanksgiving dinner. I had to text her that morning before work and ask her if I should come over. Also, we share the same migraine condition and I only did what she told me to, which she should understand. I don't control how long I sleep when I have a migraine. I was planning on going over after I woke up and I didn't wake up until 6.30, at which point reading those texts and listening to that voicemail made me not want to come at all. I called her and told her that I just woke up and was upset because what her husband said. She didn't know he had sent those messages to me, so I told her to check his phone and that I wanted an apology. The only response I get from her the next day is just repeating what her husband said about the insurance, which had never been brought up until then, and they have more than enough money for their bills. I said okay and got my own car insurance that night and let her know. She said okay, I love you, and I replied with, that's nice, I'm still waiting for an apology. Since then, she's tried to text me and I've left her on read for each message. Today, she came to my house wanting to talk and I refused to let her in and told her to leave. I still haven't gotten an apology from them. My friends and my uncle, mum's brother, tell me I'm not in the wrong, but I still kind of feel bad. And I'm not sure if I'm taking putting up boundaries too far. Am I the asshole? Stepdad in this situation is totally out of line, but when it got to the mother, I thought, she's got the same condition as you. She knows what you go through. So how can you not explain this to stepdad and say, you know, you're totally in the wrong in this? And it was really that simple to me. So you're not going to be the arsehole. But Ducky's mama said not the arsehole. They made their bed, now they can lie in it. And yes, she did as well by not telling him where to shove it. Serena's play cousin says not the arsehole. Her husband should not have spoken to you in that manner. You're doing the correct thing. I know it's hard. Decent Bandicoot says your stepdad is a monster. Your mum enables his behaviour. Not the arsehole. Reborn's Cannon says I'd say stand your ground. What he did was wrong. He went apeshit on you for no reason whatsoever. Not the arsehole OP. Stay strong. And Rainbow Twilight Shy says not the arsehole. You were sick and taking care of yourself. You owe no one explanations. Especially someone who seems verbally abusive. I'll keep the no contact in place until you get an apology and then have it as a conditionally based on never being spoken to like that again. Boundaries are hard to put up sometimes, but it feels good when you do stick with them. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. A huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the channel, clicking that like button, subscribing, even joining the channel through the join button down below. And joining up on Patreon as well. It hugely helps me out and I can never express that enough and you're absolutely amazing for what you do. Anyway, I hope I see you in the next one. Take care, much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.